Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No. John Murphy, the assistant general manager of the Toronto Argonauts. Um, what can you tell the fans about Cameron Judge? All of us agreed that he was the best player, you know, on the board, and that was very exciting. You know, from what I know right now, you know, his thing was uh, I want to concentrate on this NFL workout. So for him to have a shot of working out for the Raiders, uh, I think it's something very important for him at this stage of his career. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Boy, have we got a lot to get to. Good morning, Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world. RP here, Darren Moose DuPont there, and we are jumping right into the deep end right now. You ready to go? I'm ready. We got Alan, the intern over there, the bona fide stud, taking pictures on the couch. Words to live by. Do you know what he said this morning? (laughs) No. Life is a Drake song. That's what he said. Which one? God's plan. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Be a theme through that today. It's episode number 422 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. And we woke up today with breaking news. 3downnation.com's Justin Dunk breaking the news that it was around 11.30 Central p.m. that the Toronto Argonauts had signed Cameron Judge. And uh, the Argos announced it around 8 a.m. Central. And here we go. And that's going to be a big theme on the program today because we love our CFL talk. And... Very appropriately, coming up on the program today, the Lemonator, Sean Lemon, CFL great, defensive end now of the Edmonton football team, will be with us. And in hour two, Craig Button of TSN and Kathy Overton of Team Manitoba. She's the fifth. They're in the bubble. They're in Calgary. And she'll be joining us from there. And there's a wild connection between Craig Button and Kathy Overton that I don't think that you would know, or many would know for no, that matter. I so I, I can't wait to ask Butts about that. Okay. So... Let's hit the quick six show topics, please, Jordan, and jump right into the deep end. And we will get into the uh, comments here in a moment. Faye Lowther says, hi, Rod. Just wanted to say hi. Love your show. And you, as you know, Tro Nova Scotia. Thank you, Faye. We love the Lowthers. Good to see you this morning. Brett is moving very high up the free agent list of available oh. free agents, by the way. Oh, yeah. But anyways, good. hey, good morning. Actually, good afternoon to Nova Scotia. And I see the Argo fans are awake. Big time. <laughs> Big time. So that's point one. The CFL is raging today. Not in a bad way, but they are awake. Cameron Judge has signed with the Toronto Argonauts, and I had reported a week ago it's going to be either the Argos or the Lions, and he ended up going to the Argos. And the Ryder fans are upset. Ryder Nation is raging in a lot of ways because they've now lost... Solomon Elamimian, they've lost. Charleston Hughes, Cameron Judge, they're all on defense, right? And the word was that the Riders couldn't afford them, but these guys are all going down east. Most of the Argos and people are saying, how are they affording it? So that's what people are raging about today. And the Winnipeg Blue Bombers just rolling in as the Grey Cup champions, trolling the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and people are loving that. Did you see it? Because Did you open it up and see it? The uh, the gif? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny. Like, really funny stuff. But that's what we want. Well, right? I think so, yes. You poke at each other. You get digs in at each other. Create those rivalries. I think that's amazing marketing. Great job. It is. Blake Brown writing. Ryder fan says, pissed is more like it. <laughs> Not sad, but they are, they're very angry. Connor, uh, watching in Yorkton, Sask, says, Argos fans, never heard of them. 
to quote Danny Barrett, don't be bitter, be better. <clears throat> so they're raging. Great advice. That's from Danny Barrett. Last seen as the running backs coach of the Houston Texans. Uh, to point two of the quick six here, will the CFL play? Man, is that coming to the fore right now? And I had a guy, write me, Toronto media guy yesterday, saying, do you think they're going to play? We kinda, well, I know this guy really well. I've known him for years. You actually know who he is. And uh, we're throwing all our ideas on the table. And I said, well, you know what? A month ago, I would have said for sure. I'm starting to sway to no, but this is where I sit today. They're going to play because, as one of my West Division sources said, we have to play. We have to play. We have to play. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no choice. You have to. So other leagues have received a cash infusion from somewhere. The NHL has. They got a billion-dollar loan, which five teams have accessed already. They feel they'll be able to pay it back. The government, in some cases, has injected money. And I'm sorry to say, but I know it's different business models, but the CEBL played, the Canadian Premier League played, pretty much every league in America has now played. So the CFL, if they care about perspective, which they really do, sometimes you wonder if they do, given some of the things that they do, but they really do care about their how they're perceived, means they have to. To play. So the question now becomes, where's that cash injection come from? Does it come from the bank? Does it come from private business people who, from what I was told last summer, were willing to give the CFL the $30 million they needed? And the CFL said, no thanks, for whatever reason. This is what I'm told, that if the government's not giving it to us, we don't want it. Well, I think that's changed because of how bad they look. So while there's a lot of negative Nelsons out there, I'm not going to be one of them. They have to play. And I've got teams telling me, Hey, we've given we have given bonuses. So if the season's even delayed, let alone not played at all, it's going to throw our whole budget out of whack. They're planning to play. This is what I think. Do you want to dovetail off that in any way before I move on to point three? No, I agree. I mean, just all the the evidence we've seen throughout the offseason, the player movements, all the signings, that leads me to believe that they're going to play. I just won't tell you when or how, but uh, at some point, I can imagine they'll play. You're lucky, Trent, in Norway. I just looked up and saw your comment where it is 6.06 p.m. in Norway. Norway calling. Looks like the Argos have built a defense, but like the kids said about Tom Brady, I hope they're not cheating. (laughs) Will the Leafs win the Canadian division? It's the Scotia North division to you. He says, glad the WHL has got a Regina hub for Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Stay well, everyone. Mike Hogan, writing the voice of the Argos. He says, to order your customized Cameron Judge or Charleston Hughes jerseys, please visit argonauts.ca. And I don't even think that's trolling. How about an They Argon- got them on sale now. I was yeah. say, how about an Argonauts quarter zip? That would be just, Ooh, with the boat wow. on it, if you can ship one of those over. Feeling hot, hot, hot. They got it going in Toronto, man. And oh, that's yeah. the poll question today, by the way. Thanks, Hoagie, for reminding me. The uh, Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll question is, with the signing of Cameron Judge, are the Argonauts Grey Cup favorites? 69% of you on Twitter saying no. Those are fans of every other CFL team. <laughs> what are yeah. they saying on Twitter? 61% say no, not yet. Uh, and our friend Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame in downtown Toronto 
says it's a short drive for the double blue down to the 2021 Grey Cup in the Hammer. So you see where Argo fans come to talk. Is that our new slogan? The Rod Peterson Show, where Argo fans come to talk. Here's the one thing for all of you that are wondering how the Argos are fitting this into the salary cap. John Murphy, their assistant GM, close friend of mine, he's no fool. He's been around the block a couple of times, Darren. I'm not saying this is what he's doing, but I know for a fact this is what he's done in the past. Snatching up free agents at this time at free agency, and then just before camp, they will unload, guys. It happened to Travis Bond. Ask Travis Bond. He was one of the top offensive linemen on the market. Riders signed him and then cut him just before camp. It's a little to do with uh, when you hook a guy playing pool. Mm -hmm. I can't make the shot, but I'm going to make darn sure that you don't make the shot. That's right. I'm not saying it's what he's doing. It's what he could be doing. Yeah, I mean, my understanding is that they don't have to be cap compliant today. They're not going to take a cap penalty today because they're not making any payments until they get to the season, right? And you get, you know, your payments based on how long you've been in the league for for preseason and training camp, your weekly stipend or whatever. But, you know, you get a game check for week one. Well, that's a long ways off. And guys get signed and cut all the time, and those contracts aren't guaranteed. Uh, so we're we're dump, jumping into the comment pool early here, uh, which is fine. Chris Bird in Toronto says Argo Argo Nation is alive and well on the RP show. I am more than happy to be the voice of Argo fans. They got to speak somewhere. Oh yeah, God knows you're not getting it in Toronto. Paul Totsky says on paper Hamilton looks unbeatable. The Paper Tigers. <laughs> you don't play the games on paper, so just forget about that. Uh, Jordan Wall says, if you have to sign a lot of guys in the offseason, it just means you were really bad the year before. Yeah, we've determined that they were 4-14, four and 14, okay? <laughs> we know that. What's Don McNeil saying? He says, I live in Ontario. Argo fans are the definition of three as a crowd. Ooh. <laughs> Don't come here to troll Argo fans. You can get that everywhere else. So anyways, that's my take on what's gone on in the last 24, 48 hours in the CFL. Other than with Cameron Judge, if I may, if you do lowball somebody to begin negotiations, it's a tactic that a lot of GMs use, but you run the risk of really ticking off the guy that you're negotiating with. Completely. And that's right? we see that all the time. I come in high, you come in low, and we meet in the middle. Well, that's just not always the case. I come in high, you come in low, and I say, get out of here, and I go to the next guy. Potentially. Well, right. I'm saying if that's what happened and I've been hearing that that's what's happening, that's uh, you feel disrespected. It's like, you think I would fall for that? So there's that too. So anyways, moving on here in the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. You're home for the NFL. I got this new bunny hug today, so I'm just moving. This is from the Canada Games, by the way, which we'll be talking about later. Thank you for sending this. Uh, point three, Biz Nasty says the Leafs will win the cup. Huge news yesterday, ticker tape news from Spit and Chicklets, Biz Nasty, close personal friend of ours. Can I just say that he's a Leaf fan? He came on the show and admitted he's a closet Leaf fan. So I think when you are making projections for the team that you are a fan of, you're a little clouded. And I think he is in the blue fog. The guys were laughing in the pre-show meeting here today about coming out of the green fog. We're now out of the green fog. I think that 
Biz Nasty's still in the blue fog. Unless you think he's right. Well, it's not that outrageous because the team's really, really good. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not a bad prediction. But, yeah, he, he, he came out on our show and said Austin Matthews, he'd sleep on the couch, and Austin Matthews could sleep in his bed. So he's obviously a fan of the Leafs. And, and, uh, but you know what? It, it's interesting that he, would, that he would pick them just because the lack of recent playoff success. Everybody's kind of nervous to make a prediction and put, yeah. their, put that weight behind the Leafs. I love how everybody is into the discussion today. I just feel like we're all part of something today. Um, Roxanne Theris from Rockstar Supply Chains says, where did you get that bunny hug, Rod? Hey, Alan, put your camera down for a second. Grab me those po- postcards off the coffee table there, please. Thank you. Run right onto the set. Ladies and gentlemen, Alan the intern. See how I talk to him? <laughs> <laughs> Very socially distanced. <laughs> or whatever. Masked. Something. We're compliant. This came from the Canada Games crew. We see the rise and rise and rise from your friends at the Canada Games Council. I said we'll be mentioning this a little later on. I'll say it now. Today, the Canada Games launching a new brand identity that captures the energy, passion, and boundless potential of sport with a distinctly Canadian spirit. On launch day, wear your hoodie with pride and post a pic on your social channels. Follow and tag at Canada Games. Be creative and help us spark greatness in the next generation. Thank you for your support from your friends at the Canada Games Council. It was gift day today here at the RP Show. So I'm wearing this in support of sport in Canada. Who stood up for it more than us? I know. (laughs) And the Canadian Football League Players Association is watching right now. And they've written in and said, please ask Mr. Lemon which team he's looking forward to chirping most on Memo. (laughs) We just got gifts from the CFLPA too. But I'm I'm getting derailed. Thank you, CFLPA, for the gear. We're wearing it Friday when your president's going to be on the show. Moving on to the leftovers from the National Hockey League, it's point four. See how much is going on? We oh, yeah. slipped all the way down to point four. The NHL leftovers brought to you by Tupperware. I will say it was a nice break from the Scotia North Division last night. Just a just a breath. Because every night is like game seven of the Stanley Cup to me in Canada. I, don't, I think you would agree. Yeah. So <laughs> I put on the Sabres-Islanders game, and I'm like, oh, my God. And my wife was with me. I said, that's my best friend from college, Brian Duff. He hosts the Sabres games on Sabres TV. Best friend from college. Wow. And she's like, well, I know you've never talked about him before. And I said, no, the Duffer, you've heard me talk about him before. So I asked him to come on the show. And he said, unfortunately, he cannot for reasons we won't get into. But we were hip to hip at Mount Royal College in Calgary back in the day. And we both had mullets. And we both played on the hockey team. We were buds. So it was nice to see him. That's cool. It was nice to see him on TV last night. Uh, Ty Smith, what the hell? He's in the top D pairing, it looked like, for the New Jersey Devils, and he's flying. The NHL looked easy to Ty Smith, the former Spokane chief of Saskatoon. Come out of nowhere. Lloyd, Lloyd. Ish, kind of come out of nowhere, right? In terms of getting on the radar as being a top defenseman, we want to talk about Kale McCarr, the young defenseman in Colorado, and then even younger Bowen Byram, those two studs with the avalanche. But, yeah, Ty Smith. That's great to see the dub players uh, having a great game. From Erin Matheny, she says, the next gen appreciates you. What does that mean? (laughs) Keep looking down. 
Yes. Oh, support for the Canada Games. Thank you. Okay. I was the like, next what generation the appreciates it. Next you. generation. Okay. Got We're you. connecting dots this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to hurry up because the Lemonator's connected from Florida. Um, Virginia? Thank you. The So why I took a breath from the Canadian division was that I got to watch the American teams, which Austin Wagner with the Kings, his stat line was, say it with me, zero, zero, zero. But he had three <laughs> hits. And then Adam Beckman of Saskatoon, who I love and has been on this show, Spokane Chiefs star, MVP of the dub, didn't even play for the Wild. But it's, it had me checking the score sheets of these games and watching the games, which I don't normally because I'm so ensconced in the Canadian games. Yeah. Uh, point four, I'm not digging the Vegas Golden Knight lids. And point five on the leftovers, the Jets should beat the Oilers tonight. I looked at the goaltenders matchup, and it's Mike Smith versus Connor Hellebuck. And the Oilers goaltending is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But I think with the Jets' high-flying high flying offense that they're, they're going to pepper Mike Smith again tonight. That's what I think. Uh, point five, we haven't even got to the Raptors yet. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks last night. Who saw that coming? 124, 124. So 113, Kyle Lowry got hurt and left. Yeah. But I'm the guy saying they shouldn't make any trades. Let this team build. It's too far away from the trade deadline before the Raptors do anything, and they look good last night. And point six, fear the deer. Speaking of the Bucks, Terry Jones of the Edmonton Sun says he believes it's going to be the Edmonton Elk. And if, I, if it can't be the Empire, we're in favor of the Elk, right? Yeah. We've seen, them, we've seen it come out on Twitter and on social media yesterday that they've trademarked the term Elk, right? Now it's a matter of can they get those social handles, you know, social media handles back and, and do something with that. But uh, all signs are pointing to the Elk. Uh, and J-Rod's watching. My boy J-Rod, he says, Judge isn't a loss. Larry Dean will be better. J-Rod, you got your green goggles on. You got your John Ryan goggles on. This is the West Division most outstanding Canadian ratio-busting young linebacker in the form of Cam Judge. It's a huge loss. Anyways, we'll be back with the Lemonator. Just getting rolling on this Wednesday. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network across 10 provinces in 31 states. Live on YouTube and Facebook and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Support for the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? <laughs> you, you've started to. I've had it for yes. a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because <laughs> I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. <sighs> don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming and... Your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. Yes, not worn, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also <laughs> comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those Nicky things. You must have too. You <laughs> nick yourself. Yes. And you're bleeding. Doesn't happen. 
because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Man, Manscaped <laughs> calls them. So, what more do you want to know when you when you use the Lawnmower 3.0? You use the anti-shaving cream. You leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing—that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. On this Wednesday, Hump Day, Canada's daytime sports talk show continues. It is episode number 422. Hey, I got to get this straight with the Lemonator. He's only 32 years of age. He's from Charleston, South Carolina. And I don't have, well, the show's only two hours, so I can't go through his entire resume of places. But as Wikipedia says, two-time Great Cup champion, as he joins us today from Virginia. Lemonator, I thought you were a three-time Great Cup champion, or if I, if I got that wrong. No, you've always said three time. I just kind of like the way it sounds. So I never said the thing. But. So it is two. <laughs> it is two. It's okay, two I got you. I've been to three I'm, great cups, but uh, we lost due to a, uh, a flag that should have been a, a penalty for a, play, uh, for a pass interference that should have been called the flag on the receiver. But yeah, we lost. But you're over it. So uh, I can tell. Um, exactly. <laughs> Lemonator, listen. I know you're with Edmonton now, and we got a lot to get to here, but you see the Argos are the buzz of the CFL, the fans, the media, obviously the players. What are the players saying about all these signings here in free agency for the Boatman? I mean, that's just names on the paper. You know, it's uh, they're doing a good job. They're doing what teams do, teams sign players. Uh, you want to bring as many players as you can to training camp uh, and then uh, evaluate those players, but... Uh, it's just players on a paper. Like, no one's winning games right now. So, uh, you just got to do the best you can and scout the best players you can to get those players on onto your roster so they can come to camp. Sure. But what about the salary cap skullduggery that people are saying is going on? You know, they're saying, are the Argos not adhering to the camp? The Riders are clearly trying to because they've said they can't afford to pay Solomon. They can't afford to pay Judge. They can't afford to pay Chucky. Uh, but how, how can the Argos? Are you guys talking about that amongst yourselves? Uh, no, we're not. You just understand me. I try to keep myself in tune with uh, things that go on in the CFL. Uh, you know, uh, as a as I'm doing the business side, and it's uh, they're doing a unique way of you know structuring contracts in Toronto, and they're able to you know bring in these type of players and evaluate these players before they're really invested into them. So uh, just a hats off to John Murphy and uh, Pinball Clemens over there. They do a great job. It looks like from the outside looking in, looks like they're doing a great job, but. Uh, I haven't really been focused too much on them. Just kind of focused on myself and excited about my situation. Right. And I'm going there. I'm going there next, but I'm just <laughs> write that down. Lemon just said a unique way of structuring contracts because pinball said last week that they are complying by the rules. Doesn't understand what everybody's complaining about. Now to Edmonton who your boy, Tory Gurley has predicted as the great cup favorites. And you know him well, and obviously he's great friends with Trevor Harris. What excited you about signing with the, uh, what we're told are going to be the Elk? Uh, excited me about signing with the Edmonton football team. Uh, I was so excited uh, about the sign there, opportunity. I felt like it was a team that's 
you know, up next to, to compete for a great cup. And uh, I just feel like I was a, you know, a missing piece that can come in and bring my leadership and bring my skill set. And uh, I just think that uh, Brock is doing an amazing job with structuring the, the roster, the way that he's structuring it. And I'm very excited to play for a coach, and coach Jamie Elizondo. Um, his offense has always been one of the top offenses in the CFL. And for a pass rusher like myself, that means you get a lot of opportunities to rush the quarterback in the fourth quarter. Was it an easy or difficult negotiation with Edmonton in your mind? That was an easy negotiation. Like I said, Brock, he's an upfront guy and uh, he's very straightforward. And that's all you can ask for as a veteran in this in this business is you know someone that can be upfront and straightforward and very professional. Like me and Brock had a relationship from me being uh, being in Ottawa. So you know, just dealing with him on this level, I've already uh, dealt with him in Ottawa as well when I played with the Red Blacks for that uh, season after the 49ers. So I already knew what type of guy he was and what type what he stood for as a, as a man. And uh, I'm just excited to have an opportunity to play for the Edmonton football team. I think we all can't wait to see you guys on the field, and you in particular. And I, this is what's nagging at me. For our viewers that don't know Sean's resume, because I've known him since 2011 when he first showed up here, but Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, San Jose, Orlando, Sioux Falls, Edmonton, Calgary, Pittsburgh, San Fran, Ottawa, Saskatchewan again, Toronto, BC, Toronto, BC, and now Edmonton. It seems like you want to move around like that. Why is that? It's not that I really want to move around like that. Uh, you know, I just I take the cards I'm dealt and I play those cards. You know, I don't let adversity get me down because I know uh, what type of person I am. I know what I stand for. And I know like I've dealt with adversity in my whole life. That's one thing you're you're guaranteed to deal with as a man in this world. You're going to deal with adversity and how you respond to adversity. I can only resp- uh, respond to it as producing in all these different cities that you've named, uh that I've been in there long enough to play. And I wasn't long in Saskatchewan long enough to play there. So. And, and more than two games. So, you know, I haven't had a chance to put these numbers up like I did in these other cities. So I just take something I learned from every city that I've been in and uh, just apply it to my game and make my own unique way. Uh, just try to go in and produce everywhere you go. That's that's the lifestyle I live. Well, when I looked you up at 32, I would have said you're way older because you've been around for so long. But you're five years younger than Chucky. Like, is Edmonton a place that you think you could settle in if it's a good fit that you might stick there for a while? Is that, is that your goal? Well, that's the plan. That's always the plan when you go in and uh, you just go in and you do what you can do it. And I, like I said, I enjoy working with uh, Brock and, you know, communicating with them and doing the negotiation process and understanding his philosophy. And uh, just very excited about it and thankful for the opportunity uh, for right now season and being the best event I can be for the Edmonton football team. From our viewers, there's some comments here, Sean. From Brady, he says, when life gives you a lemon, you sign it to a contract to better your team. From Jeremy Johnson, he says, trying to give Kevin Glenn a run for his money on being with all CFL teams. We can comment on that's that in a, a second. Not something I'm, that's not something that I'm looking to uh, – I'm not trying to give him a run for his money, but it's always good to, to you know, I've had uh, two stings with four clubs in the CFL, so – it's always good to to be a guy that's always wanted and uh, have service your services are wanted because that shows that you know teams and general managers value your skill set. That's how I look at it. Uh, we all we all have a choice. You can look at it as a negative or you can look at it as a positive. I look at it as, as a positive. That means that you know popular demand, right? Dude, I got you at seven teams now. Process of elimination. Seven it's teams. just Montreal and Hamilton. So you're not interested in signing there at any point. 
Uh, I don't really count Winnipeg. I was in Winnipeg. <laughs> I was 23 years old. Uh, I was there for not even a full week. Uh, there was an opportunity with the NFL, and, and I decided to leave there on my own uh, to get a seek an NFL opportunity. And uh, I don't really like I don't really count Winnipeg as a team. A lot of people do, but I was on the practice roster. I didn't play in any games or anything like that. Okay, I got you here. We'll we'll petition Wikipedia to have that taken off. But uh, Michael Henrik, a viewer, says, yeah, a radio station that talks about the Argos. Well, I don't know. I guess if we're a radio station, that's us. But, yeah, we talk about all of the CFL teams. Can I ask you, Sean, what the last year has been like for you? Because we've had you on several times. We've stayed in touch. You didn't have a contract for the longest time, and I was was wondering if you were getting concerned. And then ended up there wasn't a season at all anyway, so it didn't matter. How have you got through the pandemic yourself? Mentally, physically, all uh, the rest. The, the pandemic was fine. I was never really worried about uh, myself as far as getting a contract because uh, I was going to sign with Edmonton last season if there was uh, a season. And you know, me and Brock have been, he's been in touch with me during the whole pandemic and we've always kept in communication and he, he's been really good with that. But uh, a pandemic is very unfortunate for the world. You know, we can't control things like this to happen in the world. So we love this game and we call football. But, you know, the world is more important right now. And it's a time for us to come together, take care of ourselves and take care of our well-being and uh, just take care of our families. And you never really get a, I look at the pandemic like this. You never really get an opportunity to in this world to reset, you know, to have that time to yourself, to think of new business ventures, think of new ideas, just regather your thoughts before the world opens back up. So I just kind of use that time to myself to, you know, better myself as a person, better myself as a man, better myself as a teammate, uh, better myself as a family member to my family and, you know, just spend that time with them and just uh, approach the day where I want to be a little bit better as a person, as a football player uh, and as a family member every day. Well, I knew that about you because I knew that you'd be fine, but there's a lot of people that have spent the last 10 months worried, uh, panicking, and it's like, I'm telling them, you're going to look back and wish you used that time to rest and reflect. You know what? You have. Uh, not everybody has. Hey, here's one. Paul Totsky. We got all the Argo fans awake today, Sean, tuning in. He says, we were disappointed when he left Toronto. Compare these markets to play in. You know, Toronto gets a bad rap as far as the fans, I think. But, I mean, I love the stadium. I love the city. What's it like being an Argo compared to other CFL markets? I'll tell you guys, like I told Charleston uh, when he was talking to me and he was thinking about going to Toronto. Toronto uh, was the, is the team that always will have a spot in my heart. And Toronto's the team that I, I enjoyed playing football with the most in the CFL. Uh, the city of Toronto, the fans of Toronto, whether people say it's not many or not, but it's a close-knit family. So the ones that do come and they really support you, you really enjoy them, you really uh, grow close to them because you know they support you and they love everything about the city and the team. And the city is just amazing. The organization is a first-class organization. Um, They do things the right way. Uh, You know, the growth from when I first got to Toronto to where it's at right now, uh, I I really take that close and near to heart because I I knew I was a part of the success and where the club is now, where they're having a a, stable game, uh, home game facility, a stable practice setup. Uh, meals and preps for the uh, players before pra- uh, practice and meetings. And, you know, I just take that to heart because I knew I was a part of the grunt work of getting that done in Toronto, And which I don't, I'm not looking for credit or anything to try to change the culture there. But I just know that because I was behind the scenes, a lot of things that I do as a player 
in the community. I don't, you know, it's not for social media for me to, you know, come out and get bragging rights for. It's because I do them because they're from my heart. And I, that's how I always approach the city of Toronto. And, and I will always have a, you know, spot in my heart. That's why well, I'm I, so thankful to be able yeah. to win a championship there. I could talk to you for hours about this. And by the way, Craig Smith, our director of scouting rights, and you know Smitty, he says, I remember talking to Sean or his agent in Bourbon A scouting the Bears camp. That's where the Chicago Bears facility is located. He says, we brought him in, but let him go eventually. That was a long time ago, Sean. But I just think about you were in Toronto for three seasons, which was your 16, 17, 18, the longest stint for you anywhere, I think. And that Eastern final in 2017, I remember rolling in on the rider bus and all that tailgating that was going on around the stadium, our guys were up against the glass like, look at this, look at this. The stadium was full that day. Yeah, half were Ryder fans, whatever. Mike Babcock was there. Okay. I, th- I think he brought along Mitch Marner. That was, to me, one of the best times I ever had. Now, it went down to the last play, as you know, and the Argos won on a Fajardo plunge. But that kind of showed what Argo football could be. Uh, most definitely. And that was, for me, winning two great cups. I had more fun winning that great cup in Toronto because no one really expected us to win it and to see the city come together. And I know how much it meant to the city and uh, it was amazing. Like it was a, uh, you know, time of my life. Sean, we're going to let you go. We are out of time, but best of luck in Edmonton. Can't wait to see you on the field and uh, continued success. My friend, glad it's going well. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. The Lemonator, Sean Lemon, checking in from Virginia today. We're going to check all the other sports when we come back with a sports update. Maybe kick around uh, a face-off. We'll see. Viewer takeover. You're watching the RP Show on this Wednesday, February 17th. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. And we'll return in a moment on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. We got the phone chart so Prairie Mobile can be uh, can relax. Shay, over there. The phone's working, and we got a ton of messages to get to. But a sports update. Fred Van Vliet scored 33 points. Spicy P added 23, and the Toronto Raptors withstood the loss of Kyle Lowry to beat the slumping Milwaukee Bucks 124-113 last night. Milwaukee's lost its fourth straight. Now some Kadri scored with 41 seconds to go, lifting the Colorado Avalanche to a 3-2 win over Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, last night. The team split the first two of four during a nine-day stretch with the third scheduled for Lake Tahoe on Saturday in an outdoor setting. Callie Rosen scored twice. Nick Robertson scored his first American Hockey League goal as part of a four-goal second, and the Toronto Marlies cruised to a 6-2 win over the Manitoba Moose. Kenny Agostino, Kristens Rubens, Rosen, and Robertson scored in the middle frame for the Marlies, who also got a goal from Adam Brooks. Brooksy Bucks. Oh, yeah. Philip Gustafson stopped 25 shots as the Belleville Senators down the Laval Rocket 4-1 Tuesday for their first win of the AHL season. Logan Shaw, Vitaly Abramov, Clark Bishop, and Alex Formanton supplied the offense for the Sens. That's Ottawa's AHL affiliate. Jordan Wheel was the lone Rocket skater to beat Gustafson. Caden Primo stopped 15 of 19 shots for Laval. 
This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. They can handle all your food and fun needs. Visit their uh, website at ballersrecroom.com. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. I thought I would just throw in some AHL scores and results. rather, Rather than NBA teams in America that nobody in this country cares about. When you look at the newswire that I pay an exorbitant fee for. What are you pointing at the screen for? Oh, I'm just. What are they saying? Top comment. Canada Games watching. The hoodie is looking good on a a pat. Well, thank you. Does that mean on fire? I gotta Google that. It is a very special day. The Canada Games launching this brand new brand today. They shipped it to us, and thank you so much. I'll I'll read this a little later on. Again, we see the rise and rise and rise. Today we are honoring the launch of the Canada Games gear, honoring Canada and sport. Can I get to the Prairie Mobile text line, Dupes? Yeah. 306-840-8777 to reach us here. 306-840-8777. You get this. A lot of people don't. Listen up. Alan the intern, the bona fide stud. You might want to listen to this. Hey, Rod, I found your show by remembering your interviews on TSN 1290 Winnipeg. Gave your show a hard listen Friday. I like how you tell it as it is. I now plan to be a regular listener, especially with the absence of 1290. Signed, Paolo from Winnipeg. People wonder why I would go on TSN 1290 and not charge them. See what I did there? Good business is good business. Good morning, Winnipeg. We're the heroine of sports talk. We'll give you just a little free. You'll love it, and then you'll be hooked. The heroine of sports talk, <laughs> right here. From Bob in Grand Prairie. Great Cup 21, double blue versus double E. Bring it. Rematch of the 1996 Great Cup. In the snow. <laughs> the snowball, that's right. Eddie in Hamilton. That's where it would be. 2021. Eddie Brown all over again. From Jim Wagner. Prairie Mobile text line. Morning, RP crew. Wow. No more Charleston or Cameron. Some huge holes to fill for Canada's team. Nice bunny hug, Rod. Good day, all. That's Jim Wagner. He's got it all in there. Oh, yeah. Should I continue? Of course. From Peter in Regina. I am shocked and dismayed that Judge has signed in Toronto. Have fun playing in front of 10,000 fans. How is Toronto affording all these players? They must be throwing around signing bonuses like it's growing on trees. Once again, the league is doing all they can to keep Toronto afloat. I'm not getting it. Peter in Regina. He's like a lot of people. uh, Upset. Mm -hmm. Robert from Winnipeg. Appreciate the show really filling in for the loss of 1290 Sports Radio. And you guys are pretty entertaining also. Thank you, Robert. You know, I'd like to sit here and talk a little more about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, but they're the Cadillac right now of the CFL. And I don't think when I started saying that the Bombers are the flagship franchise, it didn't go over so well in the rectangle. But the Bombers, you see, aren't losing stars. As a matter of fact, you got their stars taking whopping pay cuts just to stay. And now they're on Twitter this morning trolling their Prairie Cousins, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, over all their fans being sad. You might want to go see it. So, you know, yeah, go what ahead. that is. What is it? It's culture. It's good culture. Good corporate culture. 
Good team culture. Taking pay cuts to stay. But just the re- like them taking pay cuts isn't good culture. That's a result of good culture. When you right. have good culture, then you have buy-in, right? Leader, and you talked about this on social media. I saw your meme, right? Leadership isn't a title, right? It's not a, you can't, you can't. A boss just, has the title. The leader has the people. That's the meme, right? It's not a title. Leadership isn't a title. You can't create it. You can't draw it up in a handbook. There's no A to, a, a to, a to Z, right? They have good culture, and as a result, players do what they have to do to stay. To stay. To win. And to win. And to have fun and feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. Alan Hordell writes in. He says, I'm just on the Canada Games website now. What size are you wearing so I can order? Love the show. This here is a double XL, and it's a little roomy. They said they didn't want it to be too small, so they sent a double XL. I'm an XL. Alan, you probably are a large. A large. Jeff in Calgary, the Stamps fan, says, Winnipeg is good now, but that house of cards will fall soon enough. What did I say earlier when I was quoting Danny Barrett? Do you want to say it? Don't be bitter. Be better. Boom. And it's true. (laughs) Right? The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are watching and said, oh, hey, look at us. (laughs) I'm just like, now I don't want Winnipeg to think I'm kissing up, but maybe I am. You got the Stamps fan who's saying the Bombers are a house of cards. And I'm like, who did you last see riding out of your stadium with the win? Oh, yeah, the blue and gold. Don't be bitter, be better. Danny Barrett, 2006. Look it up. Oh, (laughs) we're going to have to wrap this up for a break and come back with more viewer takeover. But um, Jim Vancha says, I think Regina was just too small for Judge. California boy used to the big city. Um, I think that's the narrative that's being spun, Jim, but I don't think that's why he left. I don't. Uh, and Jordan Wall says, Rod, did you get your fan yet? You know what he's talking about? The heat. We're, 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 oh, it's coming. Clark, Clark just told me he's, it's that's coming. That's just another word for we're working on it. <laughs> you guys, they're trying to kill me, Jordan. He knows. They're trying to kill me. Look at him anticipating, too, because we're just about into hour two. I didn't is... really think about it till he said it. <laughs> For those that are new watching this show, we are under lamps that are like 180 degrees Celsius, and there's no airflow in here, and as the show goes along, I start to sweat, my earpiece starts falling out from the sweat that's starting to happen already. We're in a giant You guys are trying to, you're trying to kill me, because you get up and leave periods during the show, and I can't. Thank you, Jordan, for reminding the uh, engineering staff here who tell me they're working on it. We'll be back with viewer takeover. On the way, Craig Button of TSN and Kathy Overton from Team Manitoba from inside the Curling Canada bubble in Calgary. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, Facebook and YouTube Live, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. your opinions now we won't victimize you unless you really deserve it now back to your host rod peterson and moose duponts here as well and uh hey 
The Telemiracle 50-50 lottery is live now. It is a Saskatchewan tradition, but COVID has thrown them quite a wrench. And I see we're up, what, about 7,000-ish from yesterday? So, hey, we're slipping a little bit, folks. We've been gaining ground $10,000 a day. Telemiracle 45 is coming up on the weekend of February 27th. But in advance of that, we're asking you to help out with the Kinsman Telemiracle 50-50 lottery, which is live at telemiracle5050.ca. For those that don't know, the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance. Those in this province know somebody that's been affected positively by the Kinsman Foundation over the years. But COVID's caused uh, big problems for them. So we're asking you to help out in the form of purchasing 50-50 tickets. One for $20, five for $50, 20 for $100, or 100 tickets for $250. You have to be 19 years of age or over physically in the province of Saskatchewan. And the draw will be made Friday, February the 26th, announced just prior to Telemiracle 45 on February the 27th. Again, telemiracle5050.ca. How hard is it to get a fan, by the way? How hard is it to get it? Like, uh, it didn't start slipping out of my ear until Jordan mentioned it, and now here we go. Jordan Wall, the viewer. Yeah. You know what? I'm looking for an answer. I know. I gotta, I'll, I'll go to Canadian Tire. I'll pick you up a fan. We'll put it right beside the desk. It'll be there tomorrow. Uh, so, this is great. Some comments here. The Blue Bombers are watching, and they're, uh, <laughs> they're trolling their top rival. I like this. Wayne in Victoria, B.C., who I think is a Ryder fan because his picture, his, uh, what do you call it, avatar, mm-hmm. is he's wearing a Ryder hat standing on the floor at Mosaic Stadium. He says, there's a thing called being humble. This goes for all teams in all leagues. Come across as, where is it? There's a thing called being humble. This goes for all teams. Be humble when your team wins the cup. Wayne, I think we should get a sign made or a T-shirt. Be bitter. Sorry, be better, not bitter. Yes. I learned this from a legendary radio guy by the name of Jeff Allen. He was part of Bill and Jeff. Remember that morning show, Bill and Jeff? Yeah. He's on the radio now in Kitchener, last I heard. He said, when you're on top, tell the world. Tell everybody that you're on top. Because when you're on the bottom, they'll be lining up to kick you in the gut. That's right. So the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are well within their rights to troll and flex because they're on top right now. That's my thoughts on that. Are they ever? Um, My earpiece has fallen out again. (laughs) When are you going to put that fan? Are we going to blow a breaker? We're going to find out. When we plug the fan in? I'm all caught up here. Is it a price you're willing to pay? Yes. Okay. Then we I will, absolutely. Then am. we will plug it in during the break. trying to kill me here. And if we knock the show off, we knock the show off. It's okay. <laughs> we'll come back. So that Glenn Elm, he uh, wrote me after the show yesterday. It's a burner account from Florida, just so you know. And he said, Moose is an underrated co-host, but terrible at shopping for fans. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. He is the uh, Ed McMahon. Of sports talk. Which Moose, I am okay with. Moose DuPont over here. I love it. Alan, the intern, has found a fan. We're going to plug it in here, and I might be able to survive into hour two. It's coming up next with Craig Button of TSN, Kathy Overton from Team Manitoba. And is that it? What's left, guys? Hello? Okay. 
So uh, that's about all I got. We got more comments coming in like crazy, but the WHL streaming broadcast deal, more CFL questions, NHL. It's all coming up in hour two on Game Plus TV or keep it right here on your favorite digital platform. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.